G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it's now two weeks since the massive explosion that caused so much devastation in the Lebanon capital, Beirut. 3,000 tonnes of ammonium nitrate that was stored for years in Beirut's port and it's still not known what caused the fire that ignited the chemicals and caused the explosion. Well, it's reported that 50,000 residential units were damaged and 80% of residential buildings and infrastructure were impacted aside from the destruction to the port. 300,000 people are left homeless and the damage bill estimated between 10 and $15 billion. Let's get some insights on the spot. Nabil Costa is the General Secretary of the Association of Evangelical Schools in Lebanon and CEO of the Lebanese Society for Educational and Social Development. He's joining us from Beirut. Nabil, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Nabil, describe for us the effect on Beirut and really all of Lebanon with the economic crisis, even the political crisis that's been brought on by the explosion. Of course, as you can expect, is uh, it is beyond our uh, perception, comprehension, expectations. And every time we talk about it, uh, unfortunately, I got a bit emotional. Uh, the capital of Lebanon is destroyed. Basically, Beirut is destroyed. When I go to the areas there, because we're helping a lot to help people in different areas near the port, uh, you just want to cry and ask God, why is this happening? The capital destroyed is uh, huge. Political damage is a huge Everyone is accusing every other party. And unfortunately, lots of spiritual damage. We have now the biggest damage we have, if I might say, it's the crisis of hope, damage of hope. People feel they are in front of a blocked way. Our story in Lebanon started seven or eight months ago with financial crisis, bankruptcy of the banks. They took our money, unfortunately. Our government, they basically, instead of helping us during COVID-19, they took our money and we lost it. Then we have our revolution against the government. Then the COVID-19 story. And then one week ago, 10 days ago, this is a huge, I want to say, atomic explosion that shook all the country. So the damage this time, in addition to what I explained, it's on our inside. It's not only outside. You've mentioned billions and billions of dollars in your introduction, but the damage is our inside. Till when we are victims of this corruption, 
of this dirty political game. Nabil, those killed, uh, thousands injured, uh, hundreds of thousands now homeless. I imagine that there has been a number of responses that have come from Christians in the community in Beirut and uh, churches and seminaries uh, housing some of the homeless. How do things look for the homeless now in Beirut? Many homeless people, and this is why we opened our seminary. This is why we are helping people to find, we're arranging, uh, we're helping them to refurbish their homes, to go back even with the minimum uh, even with the minimum expected. And as much as we do as, an, uh, as a community, as us, a small community, the trouble, con- the challenge continue to be huge. Many are staying with their relatives. Thanks God it is summer here in Lebanon. Thanks God it is summer. Thanks God the explosion took place at 6 p.m., had the explosion happened at noon, maybe 50,000 would have been dead. So the homeless are suffering. And, and let me tell you as well, I was talking, I was listening to my friend. People get used to numbers. This is what he said, basically, and I, I, I liked the concept. We have seven or 8,000 people injured. This would mean, look at their parents and their families, how many. And it, those will have 15, 20, 30,000 people suffering with them. 170, I think, are killed. Look how many parents, how many families are suffering. How many people are lost. Many people flew up and then they were thrown in the sea because of this bomb. It is thousands and thousands of people are in pain, are suffering, only because of the, uh, uh, of, of the neglections, negligence of our government, only because of corruption, only because and only because, and the Lebanese people are still paying the price. We are helping homeless, but we have a lot, much, way, way much more to do. Nabil, in the city of Beirut, in the aftermath, a lot of people have had to flee. I know there's been challenges with looting that's been happening, but I'm also aware that there's been a predatory practice of people wanting to buy the units and houses that have been damaged and likely to cause a long-term effect on people who had been settled in the city. What are your thoughts around the uh, the near future and the things that are going on in the in the wake in the aftermath this is how dirty is our politics this is the amount of of corruption we have your story is 100% true when we and others by the way thanks god for many people who are helping when we're running to clean the glass and and rebuild and help people buy something and offer food and offer them hope and pray with them. There are some people, I don't know, political parties, who are coming to tell you, listen, how much is your home worth? It is 500,000, I'm ready to give you now 100,000 and sign for me, give me the deed. 
So anything, and even with this, uh, with this humanitarian tragedy, people are ready to take advantage of it. Unfortunately, to this extent, this country is being played with. This country is being misused. During the suffering of people, others are ready to come and give you money to leave. Nabil. To this extent, Lebanese people are abused. Nabil, is there any new word on the cause of the explosion? I mean, we're told that there isn't yet detail as to how the fire was lit. Uh, there are all sorts of scenarios that people suggest uh, that Hezbollah has been involved or there's negligence on behalf of uh, the ports and the shipping authorities. Uh, is there any new light, new evidence as to the cause of the explosion? Uh, what I am sure of is negligence. What I am sure of. What I am sure of, lack of accountability, lack of policies. Uh, everyone, they do not care. They just want to be the head of the port authorities and the CEO of port, I don't know, duties and, 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 and negligence. This is how far we know. I am sure there is an inside dirty story, which I do not know it, which I, do, I, I can think and assume, but really I do not know it. And I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, except four or five people know the real truth. But we, the citizens, and as much as we hear, I say it's negligence, I say it is corruption, I say someone is paid millions and millions of dollars, some parties, to keep it and to protect it. But I do not have any true story. It's only assumptions. What I know, we are the victims. What I know, hundreds of families, of thousands of families are crying because of this. I am a citizen. I don't have to know all details. Let the government take care of this and protect us. I want to live in peace. Lebanese people, Muslims, Christians, Druze, they just want to live in peace. We have no problem. We are the best country for diversity. We are the best. But let this government, those people who are using the Lebanese, those leaders, let them go away. Nabil, you've been working hard in the Middle East insofar as the distribution of Bibles and of all sorts of literature, the evangelical schools in Lebanon, and you're playing a vital role in educational and social development. Some people would say, what are you still doing in Lebanon? What is it that keeps you there? Lebanon, my feeling, my heart, me and others. I thank God for our people who are with us and other NGOs who are with us. We want to stay in this country. We are always tempted to leave. But we are, God is using us to be the light of the Middle East. Lebanon is the only Christian country, Christian faith country. It's the only country where we live with Lebanese, with, with non-Christians, with Muslims, with Shia, with Sunni, where we live in peace. We want to stay here, light for Jesus Christ. And by the way, in our schools, all our schools are a mixture of Muslims and Christians, all our schools. If you ask Muslims in Lebanon, they want us to stay here. 
Muslims want Christians to stay here because this is our only place and we're adding value. We're adding a peace value. We're adding a loving value. We're adding an example to other Arab countries. If we leave, if all Christian leaves, it wouldn't be Middle East anymore. It will be it, uh, it will be one of the Gulf countries or one country like Syria or I don't know. But we are here because we have value. We're adding peace. We're adding diversity. We, the, the world is not only one kind of people. This, there is no place like this. Look at your country. How many nationalities do you have? And they live in peace because they are accountable. They have a government. Uh, they have rules. They have policies and so on. It's not the end of the world. And Lebanese people are educated, sophisticated, and they want to add this value. So in our schools, this is what we practice. Our school is the best production for leading diversity by example. And this is what our seminary teach. This is why we want to stay here. Not and it is our country, our land. We are born here. We love this country. And God wants us to be here. We're sure about this. But to be honest, we're tired. We want the West to help us stay here. We don't want arms. We don't want uh, power. We don't want all this. We just want advocacy for Christians to stay and live in peace with our rights. That's it. To be a good example as well for others and live in peace with others. Nabil, I mentioned you are General Secretary of Evangelical Schools in Lebanon. Uh, there is a substantial Lebanese community here in Australia. But for those listening into our conversation today, is there a special way? Are there ways that Australians can connect with you, that they can be a help to evangelical schools in Lebanon right now? What's the best way for Australians to help? Uh, number one, we uh, thank you for uh, the country of Australia. Uh, many people, we have good friendships and many churches are helping us and we are in debt for the Australian people. We love, not now during the COVID-19, we love for groups to come and visit and see us and encourage us and stand with us. Many of them are doing this, but now due Corona, they are not. So we'd love for them to come and see what's happening here. And as well, if they like to help financially, they can go to Middle East Bible Outreach, MIBO, as we said, and as you have said in your introduction, MIBO.org. And I am on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, Nabil Costa. And I can send you my email when I finish. I can email you my email. You can send it to them as well. So uh, personally, they can connect with us and through the website. And we'd love for them, when the situation allows, to come and visit. And if I might say, be blessed with the opportunities we have after this explosion. Help us to distribute the hope. We are the children of hope. We are the children of resurrection. Our faith is strong and it's reflecting on our hope in spite of everything we wake up we shake up uh, and we shape up and we always remember raise our heads raise our hands and we say 
We are the children of hope. We are the children of resurrection. We will not fail. We'll continue to trust him. We'll continue to love him more. And we'll continue to appreciate our partners who are standing up with us. Well, Nabil, honour to you and to your team for being so uh, diligent in caring for people as you're able and uh, the vigilance that you have had uh, over many, many years now and keeping the work that you do alive and viable and vital for the people of Lebanon. Let me point our listeners to a couple of websites. One, evangelicalschools.org. As I mentioned that you're the General Secretary of the Association of Evangelical Schools in Lebanon, but you did mention one where you would gladly receive some donations from Australians to the work that you're doing, and that is through the website of the Middle East Bible Outreach, Middle East Bible Outreach, mebo.org. That's mebo.org. Nabil Costa is uh, in Beirut today. Nabil, thank you so much for the update. And uh, the prayers of our listeners are with you and the work that you're doing and with the people of Beirut right now. So thank you so much for updating us today on those things that are going on in Beirut. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Continue to keep us in your prayers. Much, much appreciation to all Australians who are helping us as well. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.